I'm Will Hedrick. And I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Dog Years and Timestamps, a book club podcast. Dude, we're finally on the last. That's it. This is going to be it. The end of the Harry Potter finale. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Part one of three. Dude, that's sad. I was even, I was thinking about like what our next book was going to be and, uh, and how I wanted to just keep it like Harry Potter esque, <laughs> right? Yeah, and make you read that circus book that I had kind of read, but I definitely should give it a reread because I never mm. finished it. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. We don't need to be there already. We should enjoy this moment, live in the moment, and uh, be present. That's what you learn. That's the lesson life. of this book. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is crazy though that they have to. They have to wrap in two full stories into this uh, this yeah. this book. Like every time I read it, I think it just like the name of the book is so completely different than what the mission of the end of the last book was. Yeah, that I just don't. I, I don't know. It's it's, it's fun completely to have a separate thing mm-hmm. that just happens to work really well with the actual story. Yeah. But then it itself is kind of actually the actual story. Yeah. She was she was like, I have to make this work. I'm going to make it all about a fairy tale. A fairy tale and splitting your soul. Right. <laughs> like an old version and a new version of immortality. One with old magic and one with dark arts. Mm. Dude, how crazy are Horcruxes? Would you do that? Um, I mean, I guess if it was... If if I felt like I had any reason to believe I might die, yeah, then you're like, if, if you know, if I, I guess if soul. I was a dark lord, like, yeah, then like, obviously that would be part of my plan. If my plan was to like, you know, be the bad guy and take over the world, then yes, I would definitely do that because what you have to do to create one mm-hmm. is already a crime. You'd be the... if I was gonna. If my my mission was to be a good wizard my entire life. I wouldn't need Horcrux, or I, you know, the the making of one would be beyond something that I would be doing. Well, that's that's what I was gonna say. I don't think that you would be the type to make a Horcrux, but you would be the type like to still. You'd be like a Peter Baelish type not 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 in his storyline of where he came mm-hmm. from but like how he's he's cutthroat and he sees like 20 steps ahead right <laughs> if you were going to be a dark lord at least i feel like you'd just be you would be manipulating the strings until you maybe if be- like i found myself in a situation in which i was fighting somebody to the death for mm-hmm. some other reason and then i would probably be like this is an opportunity <laughs> Should yeah. I succeed in this fight to the death, I could get and something out of this. Yeah. I think that I would potentially consider it, and that's kind of a scenario, I guess. So you always are wearing like a a ring, or you make one of your earrings into a Horcrux. Yeah, I wouldn't be above making just like a rock one. I'm not like I, I'm pretty vain, and I think I would if I given the opportunity would make it cool stuff. I but... think you'd make it something you were wearing, just because yeah. like it'd be like this is the coolest thing around me right now (laughs) yeah probably yeah exactly unless you were fighting in some like mausoleum or some badass i don't know i said mausoleum i i I thought museum (laughs) and said mausoleum but i was like no that'll be an old school museum like an old museum (laughs) that's not what they are um a mausoleum dead bodies yeah okay uh like a crypt Mm -hmm. but but like they're different yeah i don't know what the 
the given difference is supposed to be. So what, Harry was in a graveyard, just a normal yeah. graveyard with with. When they have tombstones, does that change anything? Like big tombstones, you know, like so. Okay. I think just mausoleums, like indoor. Yeah. Um, I guess that's probably the the biggest difference. Yeah. Um, a crypt is usually underground. Oh, my okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, and then a mausoleum, like you can, it's like a building. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing though. Yeah, and they're all uh, culturally very different. Like, I don't think there's any mausoleums in, like, Britain, for instance. I think it's probably all just like graveyards and um, older styles of uh, body storage mm-hmm. uh, that don't really exist anymore. You know, different like druidic things and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But then, mm-hmm. like, I don't think that those sort of you know native burial sites uh, extend to. Other countries, you know, in in the opposite sense. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to so. do what you can do based on where where you live. Like in New right. Orleans, don't they have a bunch of? It's like, all above ground. Yeah, some mausoleum, huh? Mm-hmm. Based on our definition that yeah. we that we figured out, yeah, <laughs> whether that's true or not, for the rest of Something our lives, like that's that, our definition. Yeah. Um, and that's why they were all floating around. Well, yeah, I was just thinking because the one that we go to in the fourth book, that uh, Voldemort, mm-hmm. I was thinking. How much does the setting matter? Like, did it matter that he was in a spooky, spooky graveyard? I mean, well, I, I know that he was, it was right. his father's grave, is the thing, right? Because but did that matter, or could they have taken the bone and gone to like? I mean, it certainly could have, but I think that it plays to Voldemort's sense of drama, yeah. where he can like you know have it pulled from the grave, fresh into the potion. You know, so self-absorbed and dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, that's the only explanation. I can even come up with for some of his fucking stupid mis- decisions. He oh makes. yeah, he does like he you know as as cool a villain as he is, and I think as original a villain he is. Um, he, he definitely <laughs> falls into that classic villain trick mm-hmm. of being needing to make such a show of everything or monologue exactly what i was gonna say let me monologue this yeah Yeah. and that gives you know austin powers enough time to stretch his fingers to his gun or something like Mm -hmm. that you know it's always that's the they're undoing is that they're just so vain about their evilness yeah had he just killed cedric resurrect no i guess he did resurrect himself and then killed harry instead of invite all the death eaters there right probably would have saved him some time yeah because he could have killed him with his wand yeah he could have just done it but I think he also needs to. I mean, Harry probably would have had. He's got to like, like present himself to the Death Eaters because the Death Eaters, you know, probably, you know, suspected something was happening, but didn't know he was back until that moment. And then also to have them watch him kill. Yeah, Harry. I mean, you can't just show up with a dead Harry. Yeah, and be like, I did this. <laughs> <laughs> what if like a Death Eater came to your like if a Death Eater showed up with a dead Harry, like I did this for you, Master? Would that be cool? You think, or he'd be like, what? I explicitly said don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He'd probably be pretty upset about it. Because I think at this point now, he, and I think that they've alluded to this and, and maybe even directly said it in one of the previous, you know, books mm-hmm. uh, uh, that uh, 
he he needs to be the one that kills Harry because the wizarding world sees Harry as this, you know, thing that can be rallied around because he's now escaped Voldemort like five or six times. Yeah, and if he doesn't kill him in front of everyone, then there's always going to be that like, well, Harry Potter's still out there. Like, we yeah. they, uh, there's still that vision of hope and he wants to get rid of that for the, uh, wants to change the country. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's so easy to... Pure blood society. <laughs> it... I mean, that's relevant to what I was going to say. It's so easy to draw connections to, like, what's going on currently. <laughs> yeah. With what, like, I mean, I don't, I can't think of any <laughs> right now, but I was when I was reading. It's just, it's funny how easy, I was watching Avatar, uh, The Legend of Korra, oh, okay. season one, and they make all the 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 non-benders, like, start quarantining because they can't tell who is part of this, the, like, Agni Kai Rebellion or whatever. Oh, okay. And, mm-hmm. uh. I was just like, they're quarantining all of the non-benders? <laughs> they were quarantining the non-essentials and the mm-hmm. uh, and the elderly and young. Just like us, dude. And this show came out in 2014. Mm-hmm. How did they know? How I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, obviously, just because it's going on, I can pick that part out. Right. It's standing out a little more to me right now than, than maybe it would have in 2014. Because mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't have. I would have just been like, oh, curfew, ha. Huh? Right, yeah. But, to have it enforced by law, these metal benders. <laughs> metal benders. I know, man. Earthbending gets so cool in Korra. Yeah. Yeah. That's I've heard that Legend of Korra is like one of the best things. Yeah. Just period. Oh, cool. It's a very uh, generally loved uh, show yeah, in I need the community. To, yeah, I need to keep going on that one. But so we started this book. Not with Harry, obviously, but I can't remember. I think we were, weren't we at the Malfoy, Malfoy Manor? Yes. Yes. And, um. The Muggle Studies teacher. Thank you. Mm. What's her name? I can't remember it. Doesn't matter. This is the first time we ever hear her name is this book. <laughs> like no. we know there's the Muggle Studies course, but I don't think like Harry and Ron obviously don't take it. Yeah. I uh, think her name comes up, but it's like, we didn't know she was the Muggle Studies teacher, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, kind of like how we, we there's that their astronomy professor, but I can't remember her name Sinistra. to save my life. Thank you. We she doesn't matter other than she has a name. Yeah. Hmm. But it was just I like that in these last few books we've started elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Every single one, like four or five, six, seven. Yeah, every single one we've started starting with four, right? Yeah, I can't think of. Yeah, we started with Harry in the first three, and then each one of these other ones, we've been like, "Here's a piece of what's going yeah. on." In the when other the world side of the explodes, world. when mm-hmm. the the real story really begins, when COVID happens. <laughs> Will and I figured out COVID after the podcast last week, um, and we're we're not going to tell you guys because we're going to get canceled by the government. Yeah, no, but will shut us down. We also were talking about aliens and how. Uh, it's a virus invented so that we can all have the same. So we'll have built up an immunity to the disease that the aliens will be giving us. Kind of like when the settler, <clears throat> the settlers came to the Indians, the native Americans mm-hmm. and, uh, and then gave them a bunch of diseases that they didn't have the antibodies and bacteria yeah. for. That's what they're doing to us so that yeah. they can introduce the they alien race. They don't want Christopher to Columbus us. Well, you heard it first here. So I just needed to record that. So everyone knew that we said it and this will go down in history. Oh, Somebody yes. will find this and you can analyze sound bites in a, Oh, I remember it was because this is this article that I saw in the Guardian. I think 
um, that the um, aliens are real and Trump knows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the a former um, Israeli like uh, security chief made a statement that aliens are real and Trump knows it. Yeah, he almost let it slip in a press conference one time, and the aliens asked him not to tell us. Such an outrageous article. I hope that it's real, so that we can meet the aliens, and that my that our conspiracy is correct. So you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> nice. So, um, but that matters because I was thinking, this is also how wizards are going to come out. Just, oh yeah, yeah, and all the mayhem. They'll be like dragons and giants. <laughs> No, we would have seen dragons or giants. It's weird. I haven't seen any deer, though. I normally see tons of deer. Uh, I can't think of the last time that I saw one, because they, I mean, they do hang out around here as well. Yeah, are they just looting through the garbage? And now that there's not as much garbage, or all the garbage is localized into communities? Like, no. I don't know. I haven't seen them anywhere. I think that's kind of odd. Hmm. So. It's happening. Wizards, look out for them, everybody. Wizards are aliens. Oh, so that's the new one. Was, was the, that newest, one? the newest addition <laughs> to our conspiracy. Yeah, it's it's fun starting with the other, the baddies. Yeah. Uh, I was instantly like in love with Creature. Just like the second we see him again, I'm like, oh, I know you're just going to be so cool. Like, Yeah, he's not really, and he's not really that much of a problem even in the beginning when we see him again. Um. Well, I guess we don't see him again when we get into Grimwald Place until they call him to get Mundungus. And that's, you know, basically at the point that he becomes great. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, when when he comes, I'm kind of surprised Dobby wasn't there either. I guess he could have been hanging out with Aberforth. Aberforth yeah. Because they're supposed to be in school. So the school year was mm-hmm. going. So obviously they were working. And then Creature showed up. But I just assumed that they might be fighting or if Dobby found out that he went to go see Harry and didn't tell him. Mm -hmm. The Ministry knows that Creature is Harry's house elf. They don't care about house elves. Yeah, I guess that's always the explanation, isn't it? I doubt there's a record, like a like a tab. I I bet they have... You know how they have records on the Animagus? I would be surprised if there is a record on house elves. You know what I mean? Like a census, house elf census? Yeah. Well, I didn't, maybe not so much like a house elf census as much as uh, these are house elves who are owned by wizarding families. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I feel like that would be useful information for the ministry to know which wizarding families have a house elf because it has you know pretty good implications of what they're capable of doing. <laughs> and we need their money. Yeah. Money, money, money. Yeah. They can afford a house elf, <laughs> which... Is another part of it that I never really understood. Like, how do you afford a house elf if it's like where you buy a house elf? How do you need money in this world? Like, can't could you just could we just move into an old mansion and then just like repairo, repairo, repairo and fix it up, <laughs> fix this right, mansion, yeah. and then you know, uh, I know Transfiguration, we can repaint some stuff, and then like, right, dude, we'll just be we'll be the new like house flip. Oh, I would, those, those, those house brothers? No, that's not a house flipping show. That's just a uh, where they sell. Sh- they 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 fix. I guess they fix they, up. Yeah, they fix it because people are trying to sell their houses. Yeah, you're right. And then they they help them fix it up and make it like good for selling. And, and then they're also looking at like other crazy. houses. And uh, yeah, yeah. Like one brother shows them the house they're going to buy, and one property brother brothers. Shows them. Property brothers. That's, that's what it, it is. And if we could get them show. on the podcast, 
to talk about the last <laughs> episode, uh, or the last little bit of Harry Potter. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll have them play Fred and George. Okay. We'll be like, you, you guys are Fred and George and not the famous people that you guys are. Uh, so George loses his ear. Yeah. He does. Do you think, oh, this is a note that I have. Okay. Um, do you think that Snape purposefully didn't kill George, but missed and just yeah. chopped his ear off? Mm-hmm. Because, spoiler alert, he, he is actually still a good guy. Like, uh-huh. Dumbledore was right to trust him. Um, and so, with you know that ultimate knowledge, I was thinking about that. Like, do you think that... You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't, like, would murder him if he had to to keep up appearances because George is not as important as the overall mission of defeating Voldemort, but... Yeah, killing George isn't going to stop Harry from doing his... Doing Dumbledore's master right, plan. yeah. But it would suck to kill George. I don't think yeah. he dislikes George by any means. I don't think he likes him. Yeah, he's probably a pretty non-factor for him. Yeah, just George exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think that he he like pulled his punch, so to speak, mm-hmm. with that sectum simper because he is so good at magic, dude. Right. I mean, yeah. I know he's flying, so I he's probably him not to a be great able to hit everything in any situation. Yeah, I mean, he might not be the best broomstick man, and George is definitely better on a broomstick than yeah, he is. That's, that's probably true. Yeah. So to think that he would be so accurate to consciously say, "I'm only going to cut off your ear with this." giant sword swiping attack <laughs> yeah, is right. what it's is what it i imagine it to be i don't know like yeah. in fruit ninja how you slice the whole screen that's like mm-hmm. my mind with sectum sempra mm-hmm. and yeah i definitely think he he pulled it if if he had enough control which i'm assuming right, he does okay. something i was thinking about and before that whenever they're still you know when they're becoming the seven harrys and there's a comment that ron makes he's like looking down at Harry's chest of which is his mm-hmm. chest and he says, I knew Ginny was lying about that Griffin tattoo. Yeah. So like, Arthur Weasley's like right there. Like, what do you mean Ginny's talking about Harry's chest? They've gone <laughs> swimming at the Great Lake during the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it was pretty tactless of Ron. Yeah. <laughs> I also think he's a freaking idiot. Of course he doesn't. Like when, yeah, would, awesome. when would Harry have done that? If he one- was trying to like if he was saying that to Harry to be like, ha like, you know, just like making the joke back at him. Did that Harry- would be one thing, but he was like talking to himself like I knew that Jenny was wrong. <laughs> Harry's like walking into a muggle shop with a picture of a hippogriff. And no, uh, Hungarian horntail. Ooh, and do you think that there are w- a wizard tattoo artists, and do they do it differently than human tattoo artists? Oh yeah, man, they probably move and stuff. Like I bet if you got a dragon, it'd probably freaking fly around your body. Because I was just thinking about like, why would a wizard have a tattoo? They wouldn't go into a muggle shop to do so. And then I thought, but there must be yeah tattoo artists. Probably in America, you know. Yeah. Also, this is the 90s, yeah. right? Yeah, so tattoos weren't as popular. That would definitely be a thing now. Oh, yeah, it'd be certainly considerably more prevalent now. Yeah, if they rewrote Harry Potter now, like 2020 Hogwarts class, like there'd be some girl with a nose ring and like right blue hair. I mean, I guess that's not weird because Tonks has colored hair, but like... It, that would be, it'd be like Tonks' granddaughter and she'd be like, always have crazy different colored hair mm-hmm. and like a, no. It, yeah, I guess they're already kind of doing it, but like, 
It, that that book would be so woke and gross. <laughs> it would have to be. It, but, but, so we're not going to even keep thinking about that. Let's just think about <laughs> 90s Harry. Dude, that that uh, that text you sent me of Harry naming his kids like oh, a nerd yeah. <laughs> who reads Harry Potter, yeah. <laughs> and he just finished the books. That was so funny. I saw that I was uh, up a little too late. Uh, just perusing Reddit, and that came up, and I started. I fucking lost it, dude. I was cracking up. Yeah, how lame is he? <laughs> that's, uh, even like the first time I read the books, I thought, "Oh, that's a bit much, isn't it?" <laughs> yeah. At least we don't have to hang out with them, and then they don't ha- they don't fall in love with. Like we don't have Who to. Are they? You know, yeah. How do the matchups happen there? They've definitely not fallen in love with Ron and Hermione's kids. Yeah, because they're not they're even cousins. that far removed. Yeah, that's. Your third cousin? That's like your straight up first cousin. Because it's your Ginny mom's... Ginny and Ron. Okay, no, yeah. It's just, yeah. just your straight up normal cousin. cousin. Okay. I don't know why I was making it... I was making the connection revolving around Harry for some reason, mm-hmm. and so I was I was taking it two steps. So that would be that's fine. Not correct. If Harry and Cho got together, then Ron and Hermione... Yeah. See, that's the biggest crime, is that if Harry and Cho got together, then there wouldn't be any uh, intermingling of... Or um, there wouldn't be any, uh, the gene pool would be larger, I guess is what I mean to say. I was just trying to make it sound a little bit more poetic. Yeah, if it's so frustrating that, I mean, if magic was real, it would be the the bad version that we keep saying it is. Like we'd have the, the it wouldn't be this fun-loving government that's pretending to have laws that could be, <laughs> oh, over, yeah, you know, sure. it would be the the. It wouldn't be whimsical like the story. Yeah. Know? Yeah, it definitely can't be real because because even without yeah. magic, bad people are able to seize power very regularly. So if you had magic, oh, and they would do it like what we were saying. <laughs> they would all know. They would have stats on everybody's everything. Like they would know that you have a house elf, and they would know that, and they'd probably ask you for money, mm-hmm. and they'd probably tax you on having a house elf. Right, like yeah, if you absolutely. have a house that's big enough to have a house elf, I imagine that's what's supposed to make house elves expensive because like ron talks about how like only rich wizarding families have house elves or old who, mm-hmm. ones who have just had them forever uh yeah they're passed down the, the, but like like you, you do the initial purchase but that just means like okay so if that's like your goal as a family like save up for a couple of years but for it to be something that you know you could never hope to do without steady income at that level and they must be taxed right yeah i mean there's there's always work to do around the house. Like everybody could use a house elf. Yeah. So. So if you just need, if, if there's no like a, so exorbitant tax, then yeah, just save up for like two or three years. And yeah. Like you're like, you would save up for a new car, which you don't need in this world. Mm-hmm. Cause you can fly yeah. and teleport. And flu network. And yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, even if you're a bad wizard, you can. How expensive do you think flu powder is? Not at it all. Can't be. Right? Yeah. No, you're all. Dirty I feel like that's like almost like happened. a like Dude, a public up, like a publicly subsidized thing because that's transportation. Up, yeah. If you show up to a date with flu powder, she's gonna be so mad. Yeah. You're gonna ruin the whole outfit. That's true. I always yeah, thought about dude. that too. Like, why don't why don't they uh, care more about that in this wizarding world? Oh, that's right. Because it's just like this whimsical. Oh, crazy and you place. can just kind of go like scourgeify. <laughs> yeah, if you were yeah a little Clean capable you. and. And cared or tergio what does ron say ron says a weird one yeah one that i've like, never Tergio. seen before yeah it's like dude 
anyone. Yeah, like that that spell's super important. Uh, <laughs> Harry Harry doesn't even ask Hermione how to how to do healing spells either. He thinks like so Dudley puts a a cup out in front of his room and he steps mm, on it oh, or, yeah. and he like cuts his foot or cuts himself somehow. Yeah. Because I feel like he oh, cut he, his he hand. had his hand cut on the piece of glass oh. from the mirror from Sirius's mirror. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. But he had also stepped on and broke a teacup. I don't know. A lot yeah. was happening in that scene. <laughs> There's there a lot going on. Yeah. He's about to leave the Dursleys forever. Yeah. That was nice. It was. The uh, It alludes know. to there being like the sequel of Harry Potter as like Dudley's kid is like a wizard. Yeah. I, I keep seeing, well, not keep seeing, but I have seen several times in the past, you know, couple of months as we've been doing this on r slash harry potter people you know writing the like skeletal outline of what that story would be like you know he finds that his kid can do magic and now he's got to talk to harry about what do you do in this situation and that something corny like dudley harry dursley (laughs) (laughs) just everybody else's name who wasn't used for harry's kids well no it'd be named after harry and it'd be the the Son, the gr- grandkid to the Dursleys that was magical, so they'd be like, oh, fucking. And then, I mean, he'd be the wizard and he'd be a mudblood, but I don't know. I just wanted him to be partially named after Harry because it was corny for the, you know, yeah. for the fans. For the fans. Hit me with a note. Hmm. I'll give you one of mine if you want. My next one was commenting on George's ear jokes. That was perfect. And yeah, no, they're good. Um, I think that the what about my bleeding ear one is the best one. Holy. Uh, oh, bleeding ear, yeah. Yeah, whenever Harry's getting all upset, he's like, that I'm going to leave. And George's like, what about my bleeding ear? I think that's the best one because that's just a regular sentence that someone mm-hmm. would say in England because saying, you know, bloody or bleeding mm-hmm. is like cursing. Yeah. But his ear is actually bleeding. And so it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. As well. That's my favorite one. It works perfectly in two ways. What about my bleeding ear? Yeah. That's how I, I uh, that's how I imagine it. I was going to read this one. Like I wanted to sit down and read. Oh yeah. And then I just never made time for it. Yeah. That's so lazy of me. But it's I, a, it takes a lot of time. I mean, cause I, I have done that, you know, now like three weeks in a row where I just didn't read, you know, in spaced out amounts. So, you know, responsibly mm-hmm. and so on Sunday and Monday, you know, depending on what else it is that I have to do, I'm just reading all day. And it takes all day to read 200 pages. It's about, you know, seven and a half to eight hours. Yeah. yeah then... And I just cram it all into one day, and which is, I guess, great for my memory for the show, but not like a responsible way to live. <laughs> yeah. I Do you read faster and do you read in voices? Because I think with this particular series, I would read in the voices I've heard so much. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I would read very quickly. I think I would read normal pace, though. It sort of depends. Um, It's really easy for me to imagine people's voices sped up Mm -hmm. uh, because I listen to that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And so knowing what somebody's voice sounds like normally, I can... You know, I can speed it up pretty easily in my mind. So okay. I, I imagine like Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grinton, mm-hmm. Emma Watson, uh, whenever, you know, it's them talking. And and then I also, uh, you know, over the years, I have like other made up voices for other characters that don't get so much screen time. Yeah. Um, or even just like close approximations to those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, and uh, so I, I do kind of imagine that stuff, but I definitely sometimes do just read too fast for that to really pop up. Okay. Yeah, I, I have such a good visual on like these characters from the movies and mm-hmm. like the places from the movies and then their voices from the books that like I have this like theater in my mind, the theater of the mind. Like I I create like a whole, th- I don't know, like I'm very imaginative. Like I I feel like I imagine them doing the things, mm-hmm. but I don't and I don't know if you were looking into my mind it wouldn't be like 100% focused on everything it would be I'd be thinking about like their emotions and things going on that like I don't know it'd be interesting to see yeah. my mind as I'm reading these cuz like I know yeah, them very well Yeah you could record well. what mm-hmm. that is onto film so that you can just actually like look at it and see the way that yeah. like I'm trying to interpret it cuz there's imagining something is nothing like watching a film Oh definitely of yeah of whatever you know yeah. like you can imagine somebody doing something very boring like sweeping Mm -hmm. and you know exactly what that looks like and you can imagine it but then that experience is nothing like watching a film of somebody sweeping yeah you know oh yeah yeah. even something that boring is completely different being imagined as it is watching it you know yeah there's a level of clarity and distance from yourself that you know Mm -hmm. makes it something you can you know objectify (laughs) yeah in like chamber of secrets well, I guess just in this book, when we go to Grimald Place, like I imagine Grimald Place to be this elaborate giant mansion, but really It's it, just like a flat. And that's all I imagine pretty much. Like I imagine like a living room attached to like a small almost like my kitchen that I had I feel like at some The kitchen's in the basement. In Grimald Place. <laughs> I guess I never noticed that. Is it really? Yeah. So creature, like, so creature can do more cooking, I guess. I guess this probably m- makes sense in a in a setting like a like a London flat like that, mm-hmm. or in a mansion even, because that's you know the the servants go do their work down there, mm-hmm. bring it up to where you're living and lounging and whatever. Yeah, and I, you know it's nothing that you ever have to deal with. I imagine like a bar, how, like, Hogwarts. like a bar <laughs> table, and then like a kitchen that like is a little slightly removed from that bar table okay. and the bar yeah. table or whatever, like would separate the rest of the house, but everyone goes like, that's where I'm imagining them planning their, uh, their mm. infiltration. I of think the ministry. it's like exactly how it looks in the movie. I can't even imagine like, what it was like. It's in a the movie. just really narrow. Like everything's a really narrow room. Cause it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's an entire flat building where, like it's neighboring, you know, numbers like numbers, you know, eleven and thirteen, that potentially could be split up into two different families renting or something like that, you know. Like Hey Arnold. Yeah, um, but the the way that it's being painted is the blacks owned the entire that entire number of the building, and so it was just mm-hmm. like one big home. Oh, okay. Um, well, I mean, and even so, when it's we're... just it's narrow. It's just like a long narrow mm-hmm. room that's a kitchen, and then there's like a single. A depth uh, wooden table, mm-hmm. like oh, okay, bench okay. table that just runs the length of it, and yeah, that weird. would be where the servants like sat and ate, or you know, set the food while they continued to make other things or oh, whatever. Okay. And that's where they were planning. Yeah, they're sitting at those tables. Okay. Um, and that's where they have all the meals. That's where we see basically everything in Grimmauld Place in the fifth movie is in that kitchen, pretty much in they, the basement. Mm-hmm. They rarely go anywhere else in the film. Like you I they just go to don't the drawing room it. to look at the family tree and that's about it. Yeah. I guess I just don't imagine it as a basement. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but 
all of that said, like we're in the basement. I I think of the house as a basement, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I don't think of it as like the enormous flat that they say that it is like mm-hmm. it has all these rooms that they Seems spend the like, entire summer cleaning like five out five or six <clears throat> stories or something like that mm-hmm. yeah so and all of those have rooms mm-hmm. and, and that's a wizard house so they're probably huge and there's tons right, of stuff yeah, to like, clean out you know engorged yeah i don't know it's i guess just like in the it seems like a really cool place to have, <laughs> aside oh, from yeah. all like the bad parts of it, like you know, Sirius's mom's portrait, and a cool place to grow up too, like the way Harry's kids are going to grow up, like in a positive way, in a creepy, weird house. Do they take they... Grimmauld? Yeah, dude. I mean, I I would. Harry uh, but and I don't Ginny remember... move in like immediately and start, and like they have to take care of that kid. That oh yeah, they get Remus with. and Tonks' kid stuck with them all. Like super negative about it. Like they're just like, oh, we get to start our family. You Might think as well you have, have to get of rid of the uh, um, Mrs. Black's portrait. Like you have to get rid of that before you do anything. You can't. You can't remove it. Then you can't live. I can't imagine living there with that thing, tiptoeing around the front door. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I yeah, I would be doing curses to that thing. I'd be like, what? Like throwing so many spells at that that like, stupid painting. You couldn't live there. That'd be impossible. Like, even that's a little too whimsical for the wizarding world to be acceptable. <laughs> yeah, just in a painting that's literally integral to the foundation of the house. So, like, you can't have the the house without the painting. Right. It's silly. But that's, yeah, that's where I imagine Harry's kids to grow up. <laughs> it would be really cool if you could get it totally cleaned up. But, yeah, so, I mean, it, it would be interesting to see, like, because the theater of, like, your mind, though, like, mm-hmm. back to that, just because... My imagination, like thinking all of those things, like that's all in the house and that's all there. So like if we were filming it, like those things would probably be like in the background, but I'm only ever imagined, like I imagine that like when the people are talking, I don't imagine them talking. I, I'm like hmm. imagining like they're, I don't know what I'm imagining, dude. That's why it would be so interesting to me. Cause like I so quickly will make the image disappear and focus on the like the words or like the, what they're saying. And like, if they're saying something, I feel like they disappear and I don't imagine them saying, and I'm like focusing on the words. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah. It, just, it would just be super interesting, I guess, to see how I take in or mm-hmm. we all take in content. Cause I bet you don't necessarily do it the exact same way. I'm sure you're not thinking of everything all the time, but I feel like, yeah, I don't know. We all for sure take it in differently. Yeah. So, Hmm. Dude, Voldemort is so dumb. He, we were talking about it before he the podcast. He really is, yeah. <laughs> but how does he not understand how the Fidelius charm works? Like, we're talking about Grimald Place and like... Yeah. He just, he can't make Snape tell him. He can't make Snape teleport to the front door with a bunch of, like, with a Death Eater and then go back and then tell Voldemort where and then they all show up and then, like, he just shows them all where they live, like... Yeah, it doesn't really... It doesn't make any well. The, the, I mean, they're supposed to be like this, not really explained explanation that Snape is cursed and can't reveal it to Voldemort, and is able to convince Voldemort that that is good enough of an excuse to not be able to tell him. Right, but that's really weak, in my opinion. Well, I mean, he convinces Bellatrix that he doesn't know, like he can't tell her where Grimald Place is is because he's not the secret keeper. He's like, I'm not the secret keeper. I can't 
Yeah. So I just, I literally just can't tell you. I don't even know where it is unless like I'm talking to him. Yeah. Or I need to but go But that there. was before Dumbledore had died. So I guess, do they maybe, maybe he could say that, that someone else was the secret keeper. That's exactly what I was about to say. That must be it. Who would be trustworthy enough for the order of the Phoenixes? It would have to be like, you could definitely say that like Dumbledore didn't want to be secret keeper because he thought that the obvious choice. Yeah. But he, uh, so he was, yeah, but he wasn't. So who, and it's not just going to be serious. Otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there. You know, he could have lied and said something of that. Well, I guess maybe he just said Sirius was the secret keeper, and and then when he died. Yeah, but they know Sirius is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's still no. It'd have to dumb. be somebody that was still alive. Yeah, for for that to be the first line of defense mm-hmm. that there's still the secret keeper, and so I can't tell you. Yeah, it like, wasn't Dumbledore. It was Remus Lupin. You know, whoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and they still... have to be still alive right now yeah. because, well, they know where it is. So they have Death Eaters outside of n- number 12. Yeah, they but... know it's supposed to be in between 11 and 13. Yeah, you know? that whole, it's just an empty lot. That's yeah. what those empty lots are. Where they No, have, it's, like... it seems like the way that's they describe it, like... it is that there's, uh, it's truly not there. And that the numbering, the, the muggles just look at it and think, oh, they, they forgot to put 12 up and just got right to 13 instead. The buildings are like side by side, truly side by side. Oh, okay. You just squeeze right in the middle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I was imagining like the logistics of how to squeeze in like the door every time. Like if it's the right. crack in between two buildings, or if it just like do the buildings. I, I think don't know. that because you because you know it's there, you can then. I was imagining that the Muggles saw like an empty lot, one of those lots that you're always thinking like, "This is a nice neighborhood. Why is there just a freaking empty space here that's not for sale? Nobody's right, you yeah. know why is this here? I just that's what I imagined it to be. Like it was number eleven, empty lot, number thirteen. And then it's just like, huh, even odd in that the it's book, never they developed. describe Whatever. it as it like growing out of nowhere, don't they? I'm not sure. I mean, I think that I fused that description with how the Muggles see um, Harry's house at Godric's Hollow. But we'll, we'll, I mean, yeah, we'll go back to that, I guess, when we get there. But still, just the fact Voldemort should have known. Yeah, he should be a little bit more privy to how that works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess he doesn't care either. So that's like magic that he would never care about. He would never have a home, so he would never need a Fidelis charm on a home. Yeah, but he but he also does know like how the he, mechanics of becoming somebody who knows where the thing is, because that's how he gets to Harry on his you know in his first year of his life. Is, yeah, is that Wormtail tells him. Because Wormtail's a secret keeper, he brings Voldemort in on the circle, so Voldemort knows that's how it works. Yeah, but he doesn't know that if he kills Wormtail, all the people Wormtail told are now secret yeah. keepers. <laughs> so I guess that might be a little weird loophole that, like, unless you have experience with Fidelis charms, then it's like, well, this is actually how it works. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that could be maybe they wouldn't explicitly tell you every detail when you're do- when you read about this charm in charms class. Like you learn that this is the charm that protects your house. You have a secret keeper, and you know right, you don't yeah, learn yeah. the details of what happens to the secret keeper when they pass. So it, yeah, you get the basic mechanics just so you understand what the spell does. We gave her. We figured it out. We gave her the right away, but it seems silly. He wouldn't have sat around thinking about it you know but i guess i guess in this world too they just accept certain things like well magically impossible i'm not gonna worry about it anymore i'll have to figure it out another way right yeah so yeah and then also the death eaters have at their disposal the best potion maker probably in britain one of them one of the best potions how do like the elite staff of Death Eaters not carry, like how do they not all have Veritas Serum with them or something? Like I know it takes six months to make, but he probably made more right after Umbridge like used his all of his on Harry. Right, like yeah. I bet he made more. And how is Voldemort not making him give it to him? And how, or why isn't Voldemort forced? Like if I was Voldemort, I'd have a task force of potioneers working on potions probably all the time. Right. And I'd be getting Veritas Serum and, oh, and the reason, the reason I guess they don't think that they need it is because they can get information out of people by torturing them. But yeah. it's like, why are they And they're they supposed to enjoy that though as and, well. But how do they even know that it's the truth? It's not, I mean, you want the truth and then you can torture them for fun. Yeah. Or torture them for fun and then confirm that it's the truth. Right after. Right. Well, I guess like Voldemort handles the extreme majority of that kind of thing, right? And so he would enjoy torturing the truth out of them and then he can verify it because he's such an accomplished Aquamans. But like his Death Eaters, some of his Death Eaters should be carrying it, like his main ones. Cause oh, yeah. I mean, they definitely should anyways. But Well, just in the, like they're looking for Harry. So... Yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot who they're, they they were keep interrogating. Failing at it, so they've got well, to at some point step it up, right? Yeah, they were interrogating somebody, and oh, crap, I can't remember who it was. But it, it was it was just so obvious that like, oh no, I was gonna say it was Scrimjaw, but that's not true. I can't think of who it is. Doesn't matter. I mean, it was just it was just the fact that like if they had Veritas Serum, they would have skipped a couple steps, and I'm pretty. sure. Sh- Rather mm-hmm. than because like people can keep quiet too and just tell you nothing. Yeah. So it just seems foolish, but I don't know. I'm sure he's not thinking about that either. He's like he's got all his eggs in different baskets right now. He's trying to take over the world. Yeah. He'd be focused on making potions and getting the truth. Who cares about that? We'll just torture you, and if it's close enough, that'll work. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was when he was getting information out of Gregorovich. Or doesn't uh, it doesn't matter? It really we, doesn't we matter. We see him it was torture just, a couple of different people. <laughs> yeah, it was the fact that he didn't have it. I, you're right, though. I mean, he's just such an accomplished alchemist. He would never need it, so he doesn't think. Let me help yeah. my subordinates. He would never think to upgrade his people. He would just think about how to make himself better and get better people. He's like, I'll yeah. just get better people that can handle it, yeah. and then keep my lower levels and just let them keep doing what they're doing. We've, okay, yeah. we figured my two my he, two notes. He's not out. a forward thinking businessman who thinks about training those employees. <laughs> yeah, Voldemort. Yeah, my two notes this week were about Voldemort, and now it's just like I am not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> 
for more than just the reason that he's the bad guy. Yeah, he's he's he is a little dumb in those things for sure. Uh, Valdi, what else do I have? You fool! I don't think I have anything else that's particularly important. Uh, Forgot Jenny's full name was uh, Jennifer. Ginevra totally didn't catch that the first like I don't know maybe two or three times that I read the series and then I at some point I finally realized oh they're talking about Jenny <laughs> is that actually a name yeah oh, okay um they're uh auntie uh, Muriel uh says that at some point no 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 but like is Ginevra a real name oh I have no idea probably oh not. okay it sounds very wizardy. It sounded, yeah. I thought that Jenny was like a nickname for Jennifer. <laughs> I, thought I thought she was, it was like Jennifer Weasley. That or maybe even just Jenny. I thought she know? was just named Jenny, yeah. yeah. That's what I, I sort of thought. Um, what else? So Hogwarts is the only magic school in Britain. Yeah. According to uh, Lupin. When they're talking mm-hmm. about how Voldemort's, you know, taking over and doing things. Yeah. So so then Durmstrang is definitely like Russia or whatever. In the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Um and then France. But they might not be the only I guess Britain, uh, school in their respective countries. Just for how, whatever reason. How big Hogwarts. is Britain? Britain's the island. Um the England, Wales, and Scotland. Oh, okay. I'm. I get it now. I yeah. see what's going the, the, on. The United Kingdom. There could be other wizarding thing. schools in other parts of. Yeah, like there's probably, England. and then also, but they say Britain, so it's the island. So there's no other wizard or witching schools in uh, Scotland or Wales, but there's, I guess, one in Ireland. And then, does Voldemort even register on the American radar for wizards? Do you think? Because he does, he hasn't must, taken over very much. Yeah, they must know about what happened over in Britain back, you know, fifty years ago, and they, they must know about it, right? That would yeah, be but worldly it, news. But it would not be enough for anything, anybody to get involved. Any, anything right, to happen? Yeah. yeah. The second time that it happened, it wouldn't be like, all right, we're going to send in the troops to help our buds out. You know, I don't think that that would be the case at all. Well, yeah, especially the way he's doing it now, where he's getting the ministry and he's probably making them tell whatever government, other governments, right, whatever. Like, he no, wants. we've got it under control. We've got it under control. You know, yeah. Yeah, this is for like the world plan, and I guess he had his, you know, his fingers out. He had, well, I guess he didn't have Durmstrang. He wasn't the headmaster at Durmstrang then, but he probably had connections to Durmstrang. I doubt he just went to Hogwarts. Uh, I'm thinking of. Um, I think he's dead now. But uh, the headmaster of Durmstrang. Oh, Karkaroff? Yeah, he's dead. <coughs> Thanks, yeah. Yeah, they found him dead. Um, what's another thing that I said something? Oh, um, when they're leaving the ministry here at the end, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't have thought to apparate somewhere else first and then back to Grimmauld Place. Yeah. Or maybe even like two or three places. What? They're so concerned about... I mean, I so does he grab onto Hermione? Um, or he grabs who does he onto grab? somebody. And I guess, well, you know, once we... Because she must not have noticed until they got there. Yeah. So they uh, he grabs onto someone. It's hard to tell from the description. Harry just comments on how, like, something feels wrong. And he 
there's like a different pressure that he feels mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, like Hermione's mm-hmm. hand is slipping away. And uh, that's the only description we get. But then I think whenever, because then he has no idea what's happening. And then this next chapter obviously is at the end of that uh, apparition. And I think Hermione says, oh, this happened. And that's why we're here yeah. instead of there. Yeah, she was in flight mode, you know. So like mm-hmm. when when he was there and they like and they were at Grandma Blaze, she probably didn't know how many Death Eaters they brought. Because if they knew it was just the one guy, they probably could have taken him. But yeah, getting him disconnected from Harry and then apparating again was the most important thing, and making sure you still had Ron and like yeah, it just, just be a matter of moments. They would go until... back to Grandma Blaze first. They're so worried about it being found out. Yeah, you're right. It, sh- it seemed, yeah, it's. That should have I mean, been in their original plan. Even if they, they have to apparate on the front doorstep, you can't apparate into the house. So yeah. I'm assuming that they apparated onto the front doorstep with him, mm-hmm. all of them there, and that the people watching Grimald Place now now everyone can see yeah. Grimald Place. That must have been what it was that they busted him there. Yeah. And but you're right; they should have had an intermediary place in case they had to make a quick run because they know all three of them can't fit on the freaking front step. Yeah. So. Yeah, they know that they have to get there at different times. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs> I mean, they did, they did do their plan a little, maybe not premature, but Harry was like, I don't want to sit here for the whole book. And he didn't say, <laughs> no, but he, it's like, he's not going to sit We've there. We've already time skipped one month. We don't need to do that two more times. But I mean, that this is why magic isn't real, because he, <laughs> he would have taken a probably year or two to like make the plan to infiltrate the ministry, I feel like. I don't know. You don't have time to do all that, though, because yeah. it, I mean, the, he's but taking that, over right now. That wouldn't have taken an additional day to think about, though. <laughs> like, that should have we been like in the rough plan. draft, because yeah. at that point, they were already regularly leaving to go. When they were trying to formulate the plan, they were regularly leaving to go watch the front door of the it ministry. Just, and Yeah, I mean, it, it must have just been such a non-thought. And then when they, their plan got thrown to to hell anyway they're just like we gotta go we're running and yeah. all the muggles yeah i don't know it just all went to hell it just should have it, it, and hermione really was probably it might have been in their plan and she just freaked out and went back to grandma place because she's like i'm sorry harry i didn't mean to yeah you know cause she's she's smart but that you know the story's obviously not hermione granger it's like she's the she's the best on paper, but like Harry is the one that knows the right call to make in the moment. Like maybe yeah. if he was the one apparating, he would have thought to go like yeah. somewhere else. But yeah. Oh, well, it's just sad what I am imagining is happening to creature. Like I'm imagining him getting like tortured for information because they're not going to use fear to serum on him. I mean, I'm hoping creature just like once he sees. I would figure that he would catch on. I'm assuming that once he sees that the guy's there, he's like, oh, going back to Hogwarts to work. Yeah, because that's where he's supposed to be. But then it's like, now we have his house. Let's, and we know that they've been going there. Let's get his house elf that we know that they have at the house because he inherited it. It's on paper. Man, they don't do their research. (laughs) They're really lazy, aren't they? (laughs) They Yeah, man, because you're right. They should know these things about people because it's super important right now. Yeah. God, Voldemort's a big dummy. No wonder he never takes over everything. Yeah. He can't insert himself as Minister of Magic because he doesn't know how to do paperwork. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He know. needs everybody else to do those sorts of things, and he just sits on top of the pureblood society that he wants. He needs, like, a chess master, like, at his side. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. He needs like a muggle best friend that's like really good at chess. Speech, yeah. not speed chess, just regular chess. Which is still timed and speedy. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, because Voldemort is not... I mean, that's like the big like flashback to the first book. That's like the the big step that... I mean, some wizards don't even have the slightest hint of logic and they're the most accomplished mm-hmm. magical users of that we know of yeah i mean but also i mean that that goes in the same coin of uh being like a creator with a like physics or mathematics or whatever like i think albert einstein's kids that they they said they could understand their dad's physics but they couldn't um elaborate on it you know like they couldn't okay yeah. like they they like when they, the ones that pursued physics or whatever, like the way I understood it was that like they understood it, but then they're not going to be doing like part two. Sa- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So same thing here. Hmm. Yeah. Who do you think would be a homeschooled witch or wizard that we know? That we know? Yeah. Like who would fit, Who who would be that one? And then I guess we meet them at work <laughs> or they just start coming to Hogwarts like a, you know, their fourth year. Parents I can see, see Reed because I like it since his, like he traveled so much. I could just see him being yeah. like, well, I learned, I studied for a year and at, at a uh, Bobaton and then another year and uh, at the Tokyo Institute of Magic. And like, <laughs> just because I imagine his parents still being like the travelers and like, builders yeah. like his mm-hmm. his dad's like a builder and creator entrepreneur and like his mom is a traveler entrepreneur too i mean like she mm-hmm. you know and uh she does a lot of like yeah like you know creative mind and uh i just imagine them like with magic at their disposal just traveling and like homeschooling most of the time and then like once he he gets old enough to where he's like okay you need some friends then like reed comes in like in the fourth year like he's our ernie or something not not ernie but you know yeah like he would come in and be like okay we're gonna do something different we're gonna be sorting a fourth year (laughs) right yeah i so that's my answer okay shout out reed but uh what about you who do you think my answer is too good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that was a question that kind of just came up with out of nowhere oh and i didn't i didn't have like a, an answer in the can uh, it wasn't a loaded question um hmm i feel like maybe like maybe kenneth okay i think kenneth would be possibly the, the homeschooled witch or wizard that came out of nowhere like in fourth or fifth year or something like that hmm. or i guess maybe we just like met at work <laughs> Wherever it is that work ended up being. Seems like pretty much all jobs are at the ministry, the bank, or... You own your own business. Yeah, <laughs> that seems to be yeah. how all jobs are. Yeah, it's like the food industry. And... I guess somebody's got to be at the Birdie Bots factory or something. Just, Where, bir- just Birdie and Bot. That's the He's only two at the factory. just make it out of their house. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're assuming Fred and George are doing. Right, like yeah, and I, I guess Zonko was Zonko would be like the factory, probably right. Yeah, I guess some people have like sort of part time ish jobs, like Fred and George have that one girl hired, mm-hmm. and um, 
I'm sure like Florian Fortescue wasn't the only person that worked at his shop. I'm sure he had like w- at least one help. <laughs> well, Voldemort gets a job at uh at uh, B- Borgen and Burks. Yeah, yeah. so hmm. very like that be that would be such a bummer. I feel like that was just I wouldn't want like a normal muggle job. <laughs> If I right. was if I was a witch or wizard, <laughs> get a serve I don't know, ice that's cream. Dumb. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess serving ice cream, like owning my own ice cream shop, would be fine. But like, I wouldn't want to be the janitor of like of uh, like at a fast food restaurant or whatever. Or a yeah, or or a bar or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Like I wouldn't want to be the the re- the receptionist at the Weasleys Wizard Weezes. I mean, I guess I would if I wanted to work with the Weasleys, but I would do that as like my my get in the door to work with the Weasleys. You know, yeah. if I wanted to work at the joke shop, right? I gotta know how to do the register, but <laughs> I don't know. I always guess. I guess I just kind of imagined a lot of Muggles. There aren't that many Wizard villages either, so. So it makes sense that the certain shops, I mean, they, they can't have a, a high staff number, you know, like he, I'm yeah. sure that Fred and George are doing, like just cleaning up as they leave and like they don't have a right, custodial yeah. staff coming through. Hmm. Jobs I, are weird in the wizarding world. Yeah. I was thinking about the, these, this like set of books and maybe why I haven't, been like oh this one's my favorite 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 i know for sure this one's my super favorite they they all they all kind of like have a different purpose you know as we've been going through it it's like the Mm -hmm. the fifth one was really like the setup for this whole this whole like that that the next trilogy kind of it's like the first trilogy was the fun building of the wizarding world and like hopefully i'll get picked up as a series but you Mm -hmm. know we, we know that there's hope and light at the end of the tunnel. Harry's going to fix it. And, and then the fourth book was like, I almost don't even know if she was signed for the, the hall seven yet. She, I feel like, cause I feel like that one was just so much fun and not the most crucial, but it is kind of crucial cause Cedric dies, but I, I don't know. I get, you know what I'm trying to say? Cause, yeah, yeah. cause then the fifth one's like a huge setup for like in with information and stuff it's the mm-hmm. biggest book and then the next one has like all these crazy twists and is like it, i almost feel like this this i don't know she does a great job of making it feel like it's all one big book as each book has its own plot structure you know mm-hmm. rising climax and falling action and stuff I feel like as a whole, it even feels like it has it. It feels like the fifth book was like the rising, you know, and then the fourth book was like the, like we're hitting the climax as we're getting through the, like the sixth book and seventh book. And then like they have to finish it all at the end. And I almost feel like the battle of Hogwarts is just like the inevitable ending. But I mean, Mm -hmm. the ending doesn't is, is short. Like the resolving action is just ending it. And then, we get a little sneak peek at the end, but I don't know. It's just, it's, it's really cool how that, that is, it's cool how well it's all done because, and that's why I can't, I guess, identify with a certain, and maybe, maybe why I like, maybe why I keep saying the fourth book is leaning towards being 
my all time. Just because, like, if I had to pick one, I'd probably say the fourth, just because mm-hmm. the first three feel like a like a full book to me, and then the last three kind of feel like a full book to me, and the fourth one was just kind of like a fun flex on magic. You know, it was like a fun, bridges the the two the, the other the two, two trilogies, yeah. yeah. Like being a Weebelow Scout. Yeah, the fourth book the is... The transition from Weebelow. Cub Scouts to Boy Scouts. That's the fourth book. Yep, he's a Weebelow. It's the arrow of light into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Boy Scouts joke, guys. Deep cut. You have to do the arrow Only of light OGs to get know. your Weebelow. Only OGs know. Well, how, uh, how far are we reading next week? Through chapter 25. Okay. So this is another 13 chapters, right? Because we finished the 14 through 20. No, it's not right. I don't know. Like 12 chapters, something like that. But another like 250-ish pages. Man, so. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. And I'm I'm going to probably be the most sad having finishing this series when we finish it. Like that I've ever, that I've been in a really long time, probably since finishing it the initial time. Mm-hmm. Because every time I've reread it, it's just been like, well, it's just going to come right back around again. But right, it's like, yeah. we're not going to redo this. Yeah, yeah so exactly. It's like, it's not the Harry Potter repeat podcast. <laughs> You'll just have to, next time you read or listen through the series, also listen to these episodes Ooh. and relive it that way. Yeah, I could do that. There you go. I'll, I'll, I might have to do. <laughs> no, I mean, like what I'm going to end up doing is double the listening time. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to end up just taking notes and then being like, we should have talked about this on the podcast, right? <laughs> Start thinking yeah, about skip it to over five years from again. now, and we'll be like, I, we should have brought this up on that. We need to do the Harry Potter reboot. <laughs> yeah, wow. Will people start rebooting their coverage of popular media? Yeah, and is seeing that something how it's going to happen at some point, especially Man, if that's really if, meta, especially if a new Harry Potter series comes out. Dude, no. then we would redo it. I don't know if I want a new Harry Potter series. I'm fine with it being done. Me too. I think it's done everything it needs to. I don't need a adventure of um credits roll Harry Potter or whatever that kid's name is. You don't, don't want to see all of name. the you don't want to see everything on the big screen all fledged out. Perfect. <laughs> no. Because it would never be. <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> just kidding anyways through 25 yeah um you guys know how to find us anchor.fm slash ears dash stamps and that has everything on there um yeah, you yeah, can support yeah. us directly that way as well mm-hmm. and yeah thanks for listening yeah i'm will hedrick i'm jordan Schaffer. this is dog ears and timestamps. stamps every podcast <laughs>